0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, Member FDIC. I'm
1: sorry, Jeffrey Jordan, but I do have to pick third eye Kyrie Irving. Sorry.
0: The following is a presentation of the Beliep Sports Media Network. what is going on everybody welcome back to sideline summit i'm antonio perez joined as always by danny cole U UPen's finest chris culture cb culture boy we have another great episode for you guys today we'll be talking sadly about the afc south arguably the second we all know nfc south is the weakest division <laughs> AFC south probably second uh with what looks like a clear winner but hey Futures bright everywhere. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about what happened in the running back market today. We're recording this on Monday. It's going to release Tuesday instead of our usual Wednesday. Uh, Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley could not get an extension done. So uh, we'll be talking about like what is up with the running back market. Um, and, and someone who struggled with the running back market uh, a while ago, uh, a personal favorite of Danny's Le'Veon Bell actually apologized to Steeler Nation today. And he said, he wished he never left. He said he should have never left. Um, and yeah, he would be right. But uh, I, I love, and I, I love, I love a player with self-awareness.
2: <laughs> Chris's Ra- Ravens nation are thanking him.
0: He's like, thank you for
2: yes. leaving the Steelers.
0: Yes. Browns fans, Bengals fans, Ravens fans all, for sure. all thanking them Literally. for breaking football them up. Football fans, football fans, yes, man. <laughs> Nah, we, I, I loved Bell and the Steelers. We're also going to talk about Joel Embiid. He said last night in an interview with Maverick Carter that he wants to win a championship. And then, quote, whether whether it's in Philly or anywhere else. So uh, maybe we're diving deep. No, nope. maybe we're focusing too much. You know, whatever the case may be. And then we're going to end it on our, our Take the Skyline 1v1 tournament. Last episode, we did, like, Wings. We did, like, T-Mac, PG, KD, Mello. Today, we're going to be doing Guards. And we'll reveal those names later. But I want to start with summits and plummets. Uh, as we of course always do. Um, if any I, I'll leave it up to you guys, whoever wants to take the floor first. Danny, I take the floor.
2: Uh my summit. Uh, this girl did a uh I don't even know her name. She did an awkward ass podcast with Drake
0: dude she Uh, like
2: why are they laying in
0: bed i I don't know i guess that's just the scenery bro you know how many people have been like trying to get drake on a show just for this girl and lil yachty to like just get him like and it was like she she made him uncomfortable like not uncomfortable like i don't want to be here but like she had him stunned you know it 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 was honestly it was kind of wholesome too yeah uh but Drake didn't know what a non-stop flight was he was like non-stop like the song by drake i'm like banger bro but no like that's not what a non-stop flight is bro uh yeah so wait was that your plummet or your summit (laughs)
2: that's a summit man i discovered that show and then drake was like
0: "Tyga." <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He was like, he was like, maybe if he was like, do you know who Tyga is? She was like the one that goes out with Kylie Jenner. He said, what did he say? Uh, he was what like, he yeah, say? maybe back in like 2006. I was like, you no, know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a W for her because I think she has like less than a million followers on Instagram. Last time I checked, it was around like 800 some So, like, yeah, that's not big alone.
1: time. Yeah, not yeah,
0: that, yeah, that's yeah, oh, yeah. That, Boy, that's like uh, inner Miami when uh, Messi came to town. Which, hey, that's gonna be my summit. Uh, I think Messi's gonna, I, I think he's making his debut sometimes. I honestly have no clue. Mm. I just know that shout out to the dude who saw him in a Publix and nobody knew except him. That is so cool that, that like cool. he, like he didn't have to bombard him, like he was the only person in the store who knew who he was. He was like, oh my god, like I'm gonna get this pick with the greatest soccer player of all time, <laughs> <laughs> so, literally. Yeah, yeah, so that's cool. Um, I'll just get, uh, I would say my I got I got plummet out the way. Um, My man Jordan Walsh got snubbed from the summer league all summer league teams. I don't know what more a man can do. Shot high thirty percent from three. Best defender in the summer league. I don't know. I don't know what more they want from Michael Jordan Walsh. But hey, we got we get snubbed, but it's cool. He gonna be one of these. He's gonna be one of the. Like few players from summer league who's actually gonna get rotational minutes on a winner besides like Max Christie. But like everyone knows like everyone knows Max Christie was gonna end up playing this year. So yeah. I'll swing it to Chris since he needs he hasn't got a summit or a plummet up yet. So <clears throat> Chris, floor is yours.
1: Um my plummet is today. I rolled my ankle and I might have a concussion and we lost. So three L's. So three three plummets. I got plummets. For the next three weeks.
2: She gave me a brain that's my concussion.
1: <laughs> literally, the, I, I am three to the head. It was like a knee to the head. Literally hey. like I, needed, I got knee in the back of my three skull to the dome on a layup. It was the worst God, thing ever. And then my guy
2: heard Mike Breen say
1: bang. And that, it, was, it was knee to head. That's what happened. Um, yeah. my my summit though. Um, I discovered the Netflix. Not discovered, I'm not Christopher Columbus. I discovered the Netflix show. Uh, <laughs> It's quarterback, quarterback, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. um I like we like binged it like in a day and a half. um It was a really interesting show though. Uh, shout out to Netflix. They had Pat Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Mariota. So they had like legendary mid, and then like under mid with Mariota. I like that was, though.
0: I like that though.
1: Yeah, I did too. It you was get, really cool. You to do see get the to difference. see
0: every angle. Aura yeah. matters. Yeah, it aura was, it was really dope. does matter.
1: Yeah, it was really dope. I liked it because like like you said, it kind of just showed their like actual life of like a mid-quarterback. Like, he just goes home. Kirk Cousins has like Man. the most regular life. Mariota like tries and works as hard as he can, still doesn't get any better. And then Pat Mahomes is just a freak of nature from his training to no he's a freak like he's
2: freak like Giannis too. Yo,
0: oh,
1: a freak in the going to court. <laughs>
0: but so I would say next year, I would like the quarterbacks to be, I would like Josh Allen to be one. I think that that would be cool. I would like to see uh, – Danny's going like this. I would like to see Kenny Pickett be one of them.
2: A guy who,
0: ha- who had like the half-and-half half rookie season. Uh, Bro, he's so not young. He
2: he's the, 25.
0: Come on. He's a, he's a second-year quarterback, and stop swallowing your mic. Um, <laughs> I'm and far then from it, man. This you're not. Wrong. You're like this. But anyway.
1: Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. The prince still promised.
0: Trevor Trevor Lawrence would be a fire one because I heard I heard he really he really indulged in that Duvall personality. I heard I heard Golden Boys like that. So you um, in them. All right. Well, with talk about Trevor Lawrence, we can perfectly transition into the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have their their win line is ten and a half, which I think they won 10 games last year. I'm pretty sure. They won ten, took it all the way to the end. But first half of the season, Jaguars and back half of the season, Jaguars—two completely different things. You could argue it started with that Ravens game. Sorry, Chris. It started with that Ravens game. That that big comeback. That from that point on, Trevor Lawrence was arguably and statistically the best quarterback in football until you know he got knocked out. He played phenomenal. I'm not. I'm not saying he was the best. You could make the argument though. Um, Danny, me and Danny last year we made a list projecting who will be the top ten QBs by the end of the season. I had Trevor Lawrence at nine, and he even exceeded that. He, he I think he sits around seventh right now. Um, I think the only, f- I guess you could say for sure guys you can put over him are you know Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, and Lamar. I think still haven't beat due to the body of work, but yeah, Sky. Is the limit for that kid? I'm gonna start with Chris on this one over, or under 10 and a half wins for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And do you think Trevor Lawrence can win an MVP this year?
1: Um, well, dang, nice that kind of leads into both of my answers. Uh, yes, I think the Jackson Jack, Jacksonville Jaguars go over. Um, it's honestly opposite of what my reasoning was for the 49ers being you know still being pretty good or beating their over underline was because. I said last year, like, I mean, last year, last episode that having weapons can, you know, carry you through, but having a great quarterback can too. Um, like it's kind of putting you, putting players in a better position or putting playmakers in even in, in, in an even better position. And I think he's going to build on like what he did last year. So I think they go over 10 and a half. Well, I think they sit like 11 to 12, honestly, just because the South isn't that good. So I think they can easily, I won't say easy, but I think they can get to 11 and mm-hmm. if they get to 12, wins or dare I say over 12 I think Trevor Lawrence is the MVP because I think he would be I don't say dragging him but I mean carrying him pretty pretty good on his back um if if they do get to 12 wins so I would say yeah to yeah, both
0: him know. playing well is a reflection they're most likely going to win because yeah. it it's not like when a guy like him when he picks up steam and I think uh, Danny can agree with me on this during week 18 they're playing the Titans and first, like three quarters-ish, he was missing bunnies. And that's something we saw him do rookie year was like, you got to stop that. He's missing bunnies. But he started hitting his throws. And they just started to walk away with it. And then they got that game-winning in, uh, game interception. Um, same deal with the, the wild card game. He was just awful. Four interceptions. And then he started catching his stride. And, and he was awesome. So it, it's truly like... Reflective. It's almost like um, uh, I'm trying to think of a bat uh like a basketball player who like Anthony Davis is he's playing well the Lakers probably won that game so uh, not saying they're similar like prospect whatever the case may be but I'm just saying that kind of impact he's playing well. Trevor Lawrence
2: is what Zion Williamson is for the New Orleans Pelicans.
0: Funny thing enough, I've tweeted. I tweeted that out a while ago. I tweeted out these are two. Um, uh, what did I say? They're, they're I. I forget exactly what I said in the tweet, but they're like the same thing. Generational prospect, best prospect since wherever, number one overall pick. Um, the
2: teams play better I, when they have their player on the field, and that's point blank. Trevor Lawrence's biggest question coming out of the, being the number one overall pick was. Does he really want to play football long-term? Is that really a freaking question mark about a person? He's a number one overall pick, and he got questioned, does he like football? I don't care if he likes football. He's great at it. And guess what? The The Jacksonville Jaguars will steamroll the Tennessee Titans. They'll steamroll the Houston Texans. And they'll steamroll the Colts with three rookie quarterbacks possibly starting. This team mm-hmm. added Calvin Ridley at the deadline. Calvin Ridley is an arguable Ooh, top 10 wide receiver. Man. He's an arguably a top 10 wide receiver when he's healthy. This dude got, he got suspended because he's gambled. Who
0: doesn't gamble? No, I Band- it, Band- it ain't necessarily healthy, sideline like-
2: summit coming soon. Come on, man.
0: <laughs> well, quick, shameless plug. Use code belly up for, you know, low promo at DraftKings, uh, which is what we're using these over underlines on. But yeah, Danny said it. Chris said it. I agree. Over ten and a half wins, I think they'll get five or six wins out of you know, five or six wins just from the division, um, and they're gonna ball. They're the 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 confidence level is different. Travis Etienne played really well in the back half of the year, and I think they actually went out really well. Like they they fought the Chiefs very hard. Tyson um, Campbell, one of the most underrated
2: corners know. in the NFL.
0: Yeah, and I, and Danny was right about that. You were right about that. When you first told me about Tyson Campbell, I'm pretty sure he had the game-winning interception for them against the Titans. Uh, yeah, he, he's going to be really good. That defense is not Saxonville level, but uh, I agree. They are back, but sadly, uh, does anyone else have any remarks about the Jaguars before we move on to the Titans?
2: Let's move on. This team is winning the division. I will put a million bucks on it if I had it when I hit the power ball in about 20 minutes.
1: I think, I'm, I think uh, I'm the only person that
2: uh,
1: thinks that Trevor Lawrence isn't Zion. I've seen it a hundred times. Only three I think is a Zion because he doesn't have a Brandon Ingram. It's the only reason why.
2: He does. Calvin
0: Ridley.
1: Oh, he does have Calvin oh, Ridley See? Forgot. He does have him now. Forget
0: right. Low-key right. be forgetting, right. forgetting about it. Right. But right. no, nonetheless, um, we can start with the Tennessee Titans. Um, uh, t- um so ryan Tannehill most likely will be starting a quarterback but one honestly you have to you even have to take it back to like right now who is going to be the second quarterback on that team and yes it's uh, even despite the new rule change that you can keep a third quarterback like just in case if anything happens apparently the titans just they still won't do that like someone's gonna get cut and it's probably gonna be levis or, or willis excuse me um so I, I guess, Danny, over or under seven and a half wins for the Titans, and how do you see their quarterback situation playing out throughout the season?
2: So I think the Titans are actually becoming slowly underrated. People forget who Mike Vrabel is. He used Josh Dobbs. I love Josh Dobbs, man, rocket scientist, hello, dude. But he, Josh, Josh Dobbs, didn't. He he signed off after not playing football for a minute, and almost won. He, he almost beat the Cowboys. Um, he almost beat. America's team, whether you want to call it America's team or not, um, he took his team to the brink of the playoffs. He and that's not, he- that's not that's not it's not a knock on Josh Dobbs, but it's more of a props to Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel is an underrated coach in the NFL, and this needs to be talked about more because he drags his team to playoff contention every single year it's every single year they're 9 and 8 they're 10 and, 10 and 7 they're they're sitting right at the brink of the playoffs and this team plays tough games i was at a steelers titans game and it was down the stretch titans were like 12 11 and 4 Tannehill had five turnovers and the titans still almost won the game that they're just serious, speaks man. volumes man like their d-line's good they're, they're coached up right Rabel can call the defense really well you you don't want to play around with them like they they can beat teams
0: yeah I I agree um I think seven and a half is a very good line I'm personally going to go over like eight probably not make the playoffs they'll be in the be in the mix especially with DeAndre Hopkins which I think Madden overrated him a little bit with his I think 93 rating uh but uh I do still think he's one of the you know he I think he could be a top 15 like borderline top 10 receiver in this league when healthy he just hasn't been able to show it off a lot uh the past two seasons I think he can open up the game uh like it gives Tannehill like a real option uh Traylon Burks a lot of yeah he's a lot of some people some people gonna think that oh Hopkins Hopkins is gonna take his touches no he's gonna take his coverage so Traylon is going to get so much more looks. I, I think he could have a very, very good second year. Uh, now, as for the quarterback situation, I guess it depends. Like, if they're like midway through the season and they're, and they're looking like, I don't know, five and five, I, I can't see them flipping to a rookie. Not not yet, because Vrabel will try to make the playoffs. So I guess it does depend. If, I, if I'm going to take the over on these wins at, at like eight, barely, they're going to be mid midway through the year they're gonna be like four and four or whatever um but i don't know in my opinion um unless things get really bad with Tannehill or like you know just things aren't looking good throughout like the first seven weeks or whatever they're probably gonna turn to levis assuming that you know he eventually beats out uh willis in camp but hey we'll see i'm gonna go over chris um over under seven and a half wins. Um, and how do you see the quarterback situation playing out? Like I asked, I asked Danny,
1: um, <clears throat> um, I kind of agree with Danny's take, really. Um, I think they're becoming slowly underrated, only for a simple fact. I think defense and coaching is more valuable in the NFL than is an NBA. And I think they have pretty good at both. So I think getting to a mid-range of eight win- wins is very doable. I don't think they're getting over 10, but I think eight to nine is very doable. So I would take the over on their wins. I mean, at the end of the day, they have a couple of playmakers. And you still have Derek Henry at the end of the day. I mean, in regular season, especially if he can stay healthy, you'll get six wins off of Derek Henry's back at the end of the day. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think you have a chance yep. for that. And I like Traylon Burks a lot, too. I think he could be a really, really good playmaker. And, and Hop will take a lot of the coverage from him, like Tone said. So I agree with you guys. Um, as far as the quarterback thing goes, I think they're going to stick with Tannehill. Uh, at least for this year, especially with adding DeHop, I think you would want to kind of give Tannehill another chance after not having um, A.J. Brown anymore and things like that. So I think you give him another chance with a guy like like, um, DeHop. So I think they stick with Tannehill. I think they can get to eight or nine wins uh, for sure. Just off the defense, Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry. Why do people
2: act like DeHop is 33-year-old Julio Jones? He's not that right now. He's not injury-prone his whole career. He's not Barely getting away from his uh, coverage. D hop wasn't a physical freak of nature, uh jumping over people like every contest. He has amazing hands, he wins in the intermediate routes. D hop is a completely different specimen to Julio. Julio at his prime was probably blew, blew D Hop out of the water. But right now, D Hop w- was
0: 10 is 10 times better than Titans Julio. Yeah, and See, it just Diop hasn't been able to show it off for a while. That is probably my only reason behind it. Uh, But these thoughts out of the way, we're gonna go on to the Houston Texans, which who don't last shameless have, plug. T- but, Tajay
2: Spears, Mister No ACL, is supporting. I'm rocking out with Tajay Spears, backup running back, Mister No ACL, for Tennessee No ACL Titans.
0: gang. We're supporting you as well, man. No, the No ACL gang, but we will go to. The Houston Texans, who flat out, they're not winning five games. Their line's five and a half. They they might be competing. Well, not for the number one overall pick. They traded it. But um they're going to try to win as many games as possible. I don't know how many games they're going to win. That roster is no bueno. Um I, I just want to, under what I expect from CJ Stroud, is rookie of the year caliber numbers his, his wide receiver core ain't like the hottest thing ever? Uh, he's uh, like we were talking, me and Chris were talking before to start. John Mechie's gonna be back. Uh, you got Nico Collins, of course, you got um, Tank Dell. That tank that uh, see, Houston born and raised, you got Tank Dell. I'm blanking on the running back's name right now. He killed the Damien Pierce. Damian Pierce, yes, I'm so sorry. I sound like a casual now because he I know you're not talking Eagles. about Rex Burkhead. Patriots. Legend. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Patriots. Oh, man. Any white running back was a Patriots legend besides Christian McCaffrey. But um, yeah, those are just my thoughts. I'm going to swing it to Chris because he he did bring up, you know, some of the young weapons before the show over under five and a half wins for the Houston Texans. And what are just the expectations for a young team like this?
1: Um, I think I was joking with you before the show. I think I said I don't see them getting over three. Like in reality, I don't really don't see. I don't see them getting over five wins in reality. So taking the over is just difficult for me. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so I would I would go under. Um, I don't see them getting six wins. Maybe they could, but I just see them being exciting enough for the fans. Like you get to see your your young pieces play. You get to see Stroud. You get to see Mechie hopefully Manchie's back 100%. I think he is, but you know, just hope he stays that way. Tank um, Tankdale, hometown hero. I say hometown hero, but you know, from hometown kid. So I think it'd be cool to just kind of see them day. And I think just seeing them improve will be a win enough for the franchise and people who like watching the fans of the teams. I mean, they went through the weirdo Deshaun Watson stuff and then all the other things. So I like just having a reset with a new quarterback and, you know, actual playmakers on offense. I think, I think it, it can be good. I think it can be good and, and entertaining. Almost like Kind of like – and I'm not comparing CJ Stroud to anybody to Wimby, but if, if the Spurs win 17 games, like, you don't really care how many they win. You just want the young pieces to get better. You want to see how Wimby fits with Keldon and Vasile, stuff like that. So you really just want to see how Stroud, Mechie, and all them can get it going. So this should be good.
0: Weird, weird thing you mentioned the Spurs and 17 wins. Their line's 30 and a half.
1: Oh, I'm taking under 100%. That's, that's insane.
0: Unless Wimby, Wimby is gonna like gonna play less LeBron. Than six, five games. No. He's going <laughs> to play less than six, five games,
1: 100%. He's not going to play sixty-five games. Just not off injury, off of the Spurs holding them out and stuff like that. I don't see him playing over sixty-five games.
0: I do. Yeah, I, I don't know. But one thing uh, we'll talk about the Spurs on another date. But I kind of they they s- sneaky got a nice young core with Vassell, Keldon, Wemby, mm-hmm. Trey, Sohan. Even though you hate Sohan, but uh, I'll swing it over to Danny. Um, same thing over under five and a half wins. And just what are the expectations for a Texans team that has no first round pick and no Super Bowl aspirations?
2: Okay, D'Amico Ryan's got a phenomenal coaching hire. He's going to be their coach Mm -hmm. the next five years. He's who they should have hired last year. Lovey Smith was kind of a throw-in. They didn't want to hire him. Um, That was kind of Mm -hmm. like a, you've been here for some time, let's hire you.
0: Yeah. The Houston Texans. Yeah.
2: You know how it goes in the industry. The Houston Texans favorably play in one of the worst divisions of football. They favorably play the NFC south this year they favorably play the arizona cardinals this year they have a lot of games that could go both ways and i'm not saying i'm taking the over i have my sitting at right around five games but i'm taking i I haven't winning five games but i would not be surprised if they win like seven because they play the worst division in football the panthers are going to be I, I don't know, man. Like, who's who's Bryce Young throwing to? Uh, Terrence Marshall. Yeah, he's okay. Um, <laughs> the Bucks. Adam uh, Thielen. Yeah,
0: he's like thirty three.
2: Uh, he's like twenty nine. I feel bad for him, man.
0: Uh, Dude, the no, Bucks. He, he's the oldest twenty nine I've ever seen. If he's twenty nine,
2: I know, man. He he played D two football. Shout out to him.
0: Uh, yeah, shout out to him, Grinder.
2: The Bucks have Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. They both stink. Uh,
0: that's the worst quarterback room in football. Holy, oh, my God. That's bad. Um, <laughs> that That's
2: really bad. The Saints got Derek Carr. Like, he's the most stable quarterback in that room,
0: in, in that division right now. <laughs> that's crazy because last year, people were arguing, like, wow, Derek Carr is, like, the worst quarterback in the AFC West. And that's, like, that's a good thing. Like, he, he was a top 12 quarterback. Now, this year, it's like, oh, Derek Carr is the best quarterback in the division and that's a bad thing (laughs) like it's it's so crazy night night and day but
2: more to the nfc south next week but and then the last team is the the falcons which they could either win 15 games or win like two we don't know what they're gonna do look i'm just
0: expecting like fun um i'm expecting like houston rockets 2018 throw up a bunch of points and give up a bunch of points we'll see what happens but uh, it's gonna be fun. It, it's like, they were
2: like that for so long, though, man. Like they almost yes, beat the Cowboys yes. when Dak was thrown for five hundred.
0: Yeah, because uh, Matt Ryan, bro, that's the story of his life. Go score thirty, go give up forty. Like it's just nothing he can do. No, nah, next week it's Kevin just going to be Bryce Young pop. Yeah, next 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 week it's just going to be Bryce Young rookie of the year propaganda from me. Uh, <laughs> I don't got much else <laughs> else for them, but uh, to finish off. Uh, talking about the Texans, um, yeah, we don't expect much. Go out there, play hard, have fun. Um, but we can move on. To see, see you next year, line... champ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all, folks. I don't know if I'm legal allowed to say that, but let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts, who um, their line is six and a half. Now, they're they're a weird one, man. Like their roster is pretty good they're going to be rolling in Anthony Richardson, who a lot of people are like, in, in a way, like he he's like a basketball prospect. He's super, super raw. But we've seen what happened with Trey Lance when he didn't get the touches because now he's in year three and it's like he has no game time and like what are we going to do with him? But he's got all this potential. I think they did a bad thing by not playing him immediately because he, like him and Richardson, they have one season of games Richardson is 20, like 20, 21 years old, like same age as me. I think obviously they'll throw him out. You no, know, he's going to start immediately. He'll probably lead one of, if not the best rushing attack in the NFL, him, JT. That's going to be awesome. Behind that line, Um, Danny, I want, I want your thoughts. Over or under 6.5 for the Colts and expectations for Richardson, that offense, and just the team in general.
2: Well that franchise, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Since yeah, your boy Peyton ahead. Manning left, they have been a fucking shit show. Uh, I'll say since they since, since been,
0: Luck, since Luck. That weird year where he couldn't play with the shoulder and since he's left,
2: yes, yes I agree. Well, Luck brought them some excitement for 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 a brief period of time. But Man. yes. This team finally has something that's actually going on. This team isn't just turning in, oh, let's go get Phillip Rivers. Let's go get Carson Wentz. Let's just get the, the throwaway quarterbacks for the first time in, like, eight years. They finally got a franchise guy. They got a offensive coordinator from the Super Bowl. Could have won if Jonathan Gannon wasn't a uh, bing bong. Uh, like, dude. come on, dude. Like, yeah. And they got an offensive coordinator who is going to run the rock. Coach Jalen Hurts. And this dude who coached Jalen hurts also is turning into one of the best offensive lines in the league. The Colts used to have that with Quentin Nelson and some guys around them. The Colts are definitely gonna have one of the best rushing attacks in the league. Like you said, and the mm-hmm. thing about them, they're going to ball. They got these, they, someone didn't bring this up. They got basketball players in the wide receiver room, man. Mo Ali yeah. Cox literally yeah. played college ball. <laughs> Michael yeah, Pittman, no, that, six, six. that's how you like, want it and Richardson's gonna say oh you want it go get it boom or he's gonna say yeah let's just take off and turn into prime Cam Newton or but better yeah. but better
0: yeah I, I mean I'm I'm hyped for Richardson uh, I know right out the gate he's gonna be an awesome runner and that alone will keep him on the field and avoid him from bust allegations uh, I'm excited to see how he how he'll do as a thrower. Um, he's been he was very inconsistent as in one year starting at Florida, uh, but I think Steichen is working with a Hurts on steroids type deal. I don't know if he is the brain of Jalen Hurts that equals oh, the no. mindset of everything else, because uh, that is just Jalen's just different, but. Um, definitely more physically gifted than Jalen is. I think everyone can agree on that. It's depending. Will he put the work in? Will he grow under Shane Steichen? Um, Question for you. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
2: Are you taking
0: Anthony Richardson
2: to break out and develop this great game under Shane Steichen or Justin Fields to have his make or break a season in Chicago?
0: Uh Oof. Uh, that's not. Which one do, which one do you think is more likely? So basic so basic like like are you saying Justin Fields I- breakout season? So, are you asking what do I what do I see happening more either Justin Fields breakout or like Anthony Richardson being good out the gate? Yep. I'm probably going to say Justin Fields breakout. I'm not going to lie. Uh Richardson cuz if Richardson's not good out the gate, oh well, like I don't think anyone expected him to. It's just he needs game reps. So I would probably say me, bro. Fields breakout.
2: He's younger yeah. than me.
0: I think he's like somewhere between both of our age. Uh I'm older than Josh Giddy. Uh, I had to throw that out there. Young people are getting into these leagues and it's making me wish I Old. was six five. I wish I was 6'5". ten. Two eighty. I I'd be hooping. I'll say that. But um uh nonetheless, uh Chris, just your quick thoughts over under Six and a half wins for the Colts. Oh, I'm going under by the way, and just under for me as well. The team.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going under, even though I love Anthony Richardson as a prospect player. I, I hope he's really, really good. I want him to be great, I, I really do. Yes, I don't, I, I don't believe in another player on the Colts team, well, except for Jonathan Taylor. I believe him, he just always hurt, but I do believe in Jonathan Taylor. I, I like him too. You but know, like, other than that,
2: uh, the linebacker, um,
1: which Shaquille one Leonard. Oh, he's he's dude, cool. I, I think I think I just hate Pittman he, the most and he just makes he me knows. like not like anybody else. I think it's my father. <laughs> he's blinded Pittman,
2: by dude. Bro, Pittman plays like George Pickens, but a bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is crazy. So what like, like if Pickens is NFL young boy, does that make Pittman <laughs> gonna? Like I don't know. Like what bro, what does be- that make him <laughs> <laughs> makes him he, he, he
2: makes him like future, bro. He just hiding in a corner. <laughs> Making rap songs about his uh his ex wife because Russ is taking care of his kids. Come on, man. <laughs>
0: that's hey, that's so crazy.
2: I'm going with what
1: Danny said that is another reason why I don't like the Colts. So yeah, I I think the Colts are going to go under. They they quite possibly might have less wins than the than the Texans. That's a crazy take, maybe, but it, it could be true. So I don't know. I don't I don't believe in any, anything over in Indiana, and I'm a Chicago kid. So, no, thank you.
2: Uh, Under six. six, They hired Jeff Saturday, who was coaching high school football, to coach the rest Mm -hmm. of their season. Elite center. What are you doing?
0: Elite. Elite center. Super elite, but holy.
2: Awesome dude. (laughs) Awesome dude. Hall of Famer. But
1: what are you doing? It's like when the Nets hired Steve Nash. Awesome dude. Awesome Hall of Famer. No idea why he was the coach. Same thing.
0: Same thing. Give Kevin the rock and get the hell out the way. At least at
1: least saying? Saturday played for the coast though. Steve Nash didn't even play for the Nets. He just days is like, hey, you want you want a job here? Go, Coach. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: If I was a Nets fan, I would have started the trade Nash for cash.
0: <laughs> Nash for cash. Oh, that's fire. Oh, All no, right. that well, we're going to move on to the running back market as today – uh, Jonathan Taylor or not Jonathan Taylor, uh, Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley could not reach a deal before the deadline, so they Pollard are didn't either. Holding out, what's up?
2: Pollard didn't reach a deal, a long term deal either. He just signed the tag. Oh,
0: Pollard didn't. Uh, Cook's still unsigned, Zeke's still unsigned, but he's probably going to go back to Cowboys. That's just my guess. They said he's uh, not. All these back, I heard mixed reports there. It's weird. Yeah, Zeke's all over the place, but I do end up seeing him playing for the Cowboys because they're not going to give Pollard. I think the touches they plan on giving them, but that's we're talking about all on the field. We're talking about like kind of like sort of off the field. Like so many backs on the market not getting bread. Um, and we'll try to keep this short. So We got a couple more things going to, but I mean, like, damn, like we're watching, like, like when I was younger, I'd make, I wouldn't make a quarterback. It matter. I'd make a running back. I would just give myself all the carries and give myself all the screens. And now it's like. This position that was once so idolized by the youth and everybody, and like everybody want the bell cow back. I, my first year ever getting in the football, like me, I think me and Danny's first year getting really in the football, Adrian Peterson ran for 2,000 yards. You want it to be all day. Like that's what you want it to be. And then okay. now, Madden 25 coverage. exact, Yeah, bro. Like at Barry Sanders and AP were the covers on, for Madden 25, you know, current gen, next gen at that time. Um, it's just like, like what happened to what happened? Like, I don't know. I, I get from a business standpoint that running backs are not valuable. You can win with cheap running backs, but I don't know. Like, like, I know football is not really the type of thing where you give a dude a contract because you know, he's your guy. Like, you know, like Kobe got that contract with the Lakers. Like, Hey, we're going to pay you. Cause you're our guy just chuck up shots for the last, you know, dying years of your career. You just you don't really do that. But like Jacobs just won the rushing title by a mile. And Saquon was he was getting like early on, he was like offensive player of the year was reviving this offense. Um, and it was a big reason why Daniel Jones stayed out of turnover trouble. Uh, because you were able to give it off to him, you were able to dump it off to him, make the smart decision. And uh Brian Dable and Coach uh the assistant Kafka were big reasons for that. Uh but um, I, uh, Danny, I'll start with you because you kind of know the business and analytics side of things. Do either of these guys deserve not even what they're asking. I'll say, do either of these guys, like, should they have gotten like 10 to 12 mil? Like, what like, is there any situation where you would pay these dudes? It, it, it's basically what I'm asking. Like, what are we looking Bro, at, at in general? I'll tell you this.
2: I would pay 10 to 12. I'm not paying 16 to 20 what they want. Mm-hmm. They were offered ten to 12. They, they turned it down. Um, and, and here's another thing. Austin Eckler's complaining, oh, I need to be paid like a receiver, not a running back. Then go tell your coach I'm playing Ex- wide receiver. Exactly.
0: I'm, tell- I'm telling you, he would make much more of a living and would be much more highly respected if he played slot receiver. Because you're not a running back. Like, so... Taylor took the Twitter, Saquon, Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, everybody went to Twitter. And Austin Eckler went to Twitter. I said, bro, you're not in this. You're not one of them. <laughs> the fantasy bros will say you're one of them. You're not one of them. My eyes tell me you're not one of them. Uh, but no, no, yeah, I agree with you. Like 16 mil, that's like top tier safeties in the league. That's Jesse Bates money. I can promise you he's more valuable to the team than a running back. But 10 to 12, I'll pay, I'll pay Josh Jacobs 12 mil all day. I'll pay Saquon 12 mil all day. These are two of the best backs in the in in the league. Um Chris, I, I would say, right, Chris, do you like agree with us on that? Like like 10 to 12 is right, but like if we're looking like 16, like 14 to 16 might might get dicey.
1: Unfortunately, yes, I do agree. And it's just it's just weird because, like, being a basketball guy, like watching these guys fight for these deals and I watch role players get really, really big deals, it's just so weird seeing it. like
2: Danny Green getting, like, 15 mil. Yeah,
1: I mean, hmm. even, even even past that, like, and, and not even to, to hate on B-Ball Paul, because I love B-Ball Paul, but B-Ball Paul got, like, three years, 27, if I'm not mistaken, like, nine mil a year. Thir-
2: 33?
1: 23. Oh, 23, okay, okay. okay. So, yeah, it's like like, I mean, that's still, like, what? a little over seven a year like that's like that's, basically my point is people get paid so much in the nba for so many different things it's just weird to see guys who are focal points of a team be like clamoring for money at this point which and uh bring it back to this point my i was always taught like growing up even though i wasn't like a big football player like they said running back's the running back the worst position to play all the time because it's like the most easily replaceable and then i i seen a tweet today that said like you draft the running back if you really like him you franchise tag him and then after that you draft a running back again and it's just rough like seeing like that kind of play out sometimes like like you said Josh Jacobs won a Russian title like easily and he can't get what he's asking for which I mean I do understand the business side of it I probably wouldn't pay it either but it's just weird to see so at the end of the day I do agree with you guys but it's just like I don't know it's just weird it's weird to see every year is always like that especially with running backs especially like Saquon, especially, because, I mean, he he kind of – I don't I won't say he carried Dale Jones at all, but, like, he definitely helped him be his best self, and I think it's just rough mm-hmm. he's, he's working for that
0: team.
1: Yeah. You can't on
2: measure – you, you know one thing they don't measure? Running back's blocking and how much a running back can chip this uh, middle linebacker blitz him through the A-gap. A mm-hmm. They don't measure that. You know another thing they don't measure? Uh, pass-catching ability out of the backfield. You can technically measure it, but – if Saquon's cooking the shit out of a linebacker, you can't measure that he that he, that linebacker just on the ground and Saquon's thirty yards downfield.
0: Yeah, it, it's um, it really is just weird. Like they are the most versatile. They are the most versatile like position in football. Like at least on the offensive side of the ball, they catch, they block, they run, they honestly do like quite literally the most dangerous thing. They get the ball and run into. A pile of nine-tenths, like two hundred fifty plus pound men, bare minimum, including linebackers and stuff. Like, it's such a dangerous job, but you don't get paid for it. It's it's like being a firefighter. Like, it's like you got a really important job. We ain't giving you nothing. Like, uh, so I I don't. Yeah, I mean, we all agree. Like, that was it's a bar. Up,
1: that was a bar tone,
0: by the way. What about firefighters? <laughs> yeah, that, that was a bar. That's so true. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, but then they just want some volunteer work, man. It's it's rough, but um we all agree that the market Make this is no B Ball
2: Paul. Like he said, B Ball Paul is getting eight mil a year almost. Saquon is a one of the best running backs in the NFL and scrapping
0: for twelve, man. Bro, it's it's so unreal. But we can actually get into B Ball Paul's teammate, Joel Embiid. Um, last, uh, last night, well, we're again, we're recording this on Monday last night. He was, uh, did a sit down interview with Maverick Carter. Uh, and it was talking about like, he's like, I just want to win a championship. And Hey, that ain't no wrong with that following part. He was like, whether it's in Philly or it's elsewhere. And that left a lot of people. I'm like, Oh, is this like the breaking point? Is this like, is this going to be Embiid's last year in Philly and, and all this other stuff, Chris. My question isn't whether this is uh, B's last year in Philly. We're going to get to Danny on any of the Philly personal questions. What team with a realistic package what team will give him the best chance to accomplish said goal of winning a championship?
1: Uh, Well, first I want to start by saying it's just slow right now. So everybody's pulling the most they can. Like when I read I was like, "Mm, does he really want to leave? Maybe, but probably not. But (laughs) if there was a team Two teams, the New York Knicks, right? I think the Knicks could put together a, pack, a package, even if they oh, don't yes. want to throw in. Like, like they can choose. Mitchell Robson, of course, is, is in that package. They have some picks. Even though they're heavily protected, they may not convey into great picks. But, you know, they have those. They have their own unprotected. They have young talent and quickly grinds. Barrett, I mean, some people say Barrett has talent, but that's up for debate. So you have those people and <laughs> you could kind of put that together and still keep your team. Still keep your team. You can still, still, still keep Brunson, Randall, and have Embiid if you want. So I would say the yeah, Knicks,
0: I, I would I would easily throw in Randall for a trade for 100%. Joel Embiid. I don't and want to try to keep Barrett, but yeah, I, I hey, I we'll get Knicks, we'll get we'll get to you, Philly man, in a second.
1: I, I would say the Knicks and, and one more team. Don't kill me for this. I don't, I hope I don't sound crazy. But Celtics, uh, Daniel, that's exactly the team I was saying. It's exactly the team I was saying. I wrote an
0: article today. I wrote an article today about this same topic. I said the Knicks and the Celtics. Keep going. Keep going. I'll 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 give my spill in a little bit. But
1: either, either way you slice it, either team can put together a package where they can either give away. Well, the, the Knicks don't have anything close to Jalen Brown. I, I I think they would want to keep Jalen Brown if possible. But if push came to shove, they would they they have that in their in their in their Push, game,
0: push came to shove, they could take Jalen Brown for all I care. Oh, I'm, oh, oh, I'm with you. I'm,
1: I'm with you. So they they have that piece in their pocket, and then they have a lot of. Uh, but they did lose Smart and Grant Williams, which are two really important role players to to real to real fans, not just casuals. But they still have yeah. other things they can put together. They have a Rob Will, they have Derek White, they have other pieces that you can maybe entice a, a, a team with if they're going to start over. So those are my two teams. I think I don't think he wants to dip just yet. I think I do think he yeah. does want to finish in Philly, and and I respect Joel for it. He's literally he's he he started the process. He's been trust in the process he is the process so I, I get it
0: is the
1: you know what I'm saying I get him want to stay but I, I, if he if he does decide to be up I know to be teams going after him and I think the Knicks and Celtics would be the two teams that would really go after him.
0: yeah so in, in that article I stated the reasons honestly why I think Jalen Brunson and Jason Tatum would be well i Tatum's just flat out better than James Harden that's how, why he'd be a better running mate but Brunson specifically why I think he would be a better running mate for Joel Embiid is that uh Brunson can play make like like on both of these teams it's gonna sound weird both these teams and the offense doesn't wouldn't run through Embiid. it wouldn't have to be that way because both these guys are killers they can get their own shot they can play make if need be but Brunson's gonna look for his own shot Tatum is definitely looking for his own shot you don't average 30 not you know being passed first uh so like with an Embiid who is splitting the offensive load being able to give more effort on defense and probably being fresher for the playoffs, which means a healthy and beat playoff run. That's awesome. And I even said in the article, I said, he can win a championship in Philly, but you gotta stay healthy. Like it is up to you, man. Dude, if you want to win a, a championship in Philly, it is solely up to you. You are one of the, like at the very least, like six or seven best players in the world. You could argue like top whatever, but it's up to him Danny I want to ask you your thoughts on it like are you like do you grew curious is it like is it really just slow times or like do you really think the time, the time is ticking for someone maybe like Embiid or maybe the time's more so ticking for Daryl Morey I just want to hear your thoughts from the the fan side of it
2: so I saw you. I saw this uh, article come out right before we actually started recording it said that Embiid mm-hmm. actually wants to be like Kobe and uh I saw that and Dirk um stay with team all- for his whole career, if he leaves, I have one team that I would love to see him on. It's the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> him and Steph Curry would ruin careers. Bro,
0: don't say that. You're weird. Why would you want that? Then <laughs> we are your career.
1: Career. You watch Steph Curry get Kevin Durant and you watch that. And then you want to he double. don't deserve,
0: bro. Bro, God and loves him and too get
1: him much. And do. Are you kidding me?
0: Are you kidding, bro? Are I don't kidding? want to see that roll, bro. I, 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 no, thirty-six year old no, no, Steph I, no. and
2: and thirty-year-old Embiid would would that be probably one of the best duo that up. wins the championship immediately. That
0: that's the best note. That is the best duo in the association, unless you pair like Embiid with Giannis or like Embiid with Yoke. Until and, and really Luka
1: finally on. pair up, I've been speaking it for years. Until they finally pair up.
0: Yeah, Luca. I'm Luka, telling Luka, you this. Meet up, gonna be crazy. What
2: happened, <laughs> Summary, you heard it first. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because I think that the Warriors kind of have the package to get it done next year, too. When Chris Paul's off the books,
0: Man, we'll, we'll don't say also, that, bro. no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 they throw I, I Wiggins they a little. Make it. Your clay, man. Yeah, it I don't better. think, y'all, I don't the think the
0: Warriors
1: can get it that. done. I don't think they're taking that 4 and b That's not enough. I don't think. Oh, no, if,
2: they need more. Yeah. But, like, dude.
0: It's. Anyway, it's, Danny, you're a certified weirdo big, for wanting another seven foot dominant player to play with Wardell. So, we're going to talk about other guards that aren't Wardell. Screw Wardell for right now. Uh, we are going to do our 1v1 tournament guard edition last week we did wings so if you didn't tune in to last week's episode you should it's kind of timeless you can watch it whenever uh so tune into that whatever um this week our 1v1 players are for guards Kyrie Irving, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson. I want to start on the right side of my bracket today we have Kobe Bryant Versus Allen Iverson, this would be like a one-on-one to what, like whatever eleven, um, and it's like limited dribbles. I know last week we said three, but it's it's just limited. Like you can't just you know sit there and spam moves all day. So, uh, um, I think Danny had a very uh, strong take about Kobe last week, so I'll let him take this one. Kobe or AI in a one-on-one. I'm pretty sure I know where you're going with this. AI is getting his
2: ass bust.
0: <laughs> yeah Yeah I'd probably agree Kobe Chris
2: Bryant dude Like Are you talking about Like <laughs> Arguably a top five Basketball player Of all time Kobe Bryant
0: It shouldn't be arguably If you don't got Kobe In the top five bro Jump in a Jump in a sewer through. Yeah Jump in a sewer for real Like You gotta Oh I'll never understand that man The you, most you, disrespected You basically like, told 15... someone Get
2: cancer um, You probably gonna get yeah, Some sort bro, of disease I, I in no, a sewer
0: Yeah I don't Bro I don't know. But, like, Anyway, Chris, uh, I probably know your answer, but Kobe or AI?
1: And it's unfortunate because I really do like Allen Iverson and what he did for the game. But it's just difficult. I think – and it's only one one-on-one player I think that can even touch Kobe. And spoiler he's on the other side of the bracket. And he actually has hair. Um, so at the end of the day, <laughs> sorry, Kobe, um, you, you, you win this one. Easy, easy.
0: Yeah. And these matchups are a little weird because then you have Kyrie Irving versus Michael Jordan. And then Kyrie is probably the most creative player of all time with the ball on his hands. Uh, but Mike is that dude is at the very worst one B or two, whatever, like, I'm go I'm going Michael Jordan. The the defense is too strong and it's uh I I don't know like maybe if Kyrie got the ball first, like uh it 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 really does suck because like yo Kyrie is nice that's my dog too. I want to hear y'all thoughts. I'll probably go in Mike just because he's just bigger. It's the same issue on the other side of the bracket, it's just too much size, too much defense. Well,
1: <clears throat> get ready to clip it. Get ready to. This is the one that's going to go viral. Please make sure you say it. I don't care if Baldy Locks is over there or not. If Kyrie Irving's over there playing basketball to seven, three dribbles, like we said before, gonna get three dribbles, the most creative person I've ever seen with a basketball, I'm sorry, Jeffrey Jordan, but I do have to pick
0: 3rd eye Kyrie Irving. Sorry. I am. but I see your vision, bro, but like, ah, uh, like, and Mike, bro. Mike want to fucking depoy, man. Like, he, I don't. Is he gonna let that? Like, I could win
1: well, even... a defensive player to guard people that work
2: for UPS.
0: I could do it too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Danny, what's your Danny? What's Guess your thoughts? What?
2: It's not about Mike winning a depoy. It's about Kyrie not being able to guard Mike. Mm, yeah, it's only three dribbles, yeah. Danny. Only three dribbles. No, no, he said limited dribbles.
0: Oh not, I, yeah, yeah. Limit. I mean, oh, we could say three for this okay, for this in context, time. if y'all want. If y'all want to add three, just so we have some, like. I still, you know, I'm still taking Jordan real... with
2: three dribbles, man. About. I think Jordan <sighs> could get by Kyrie and rise up over him.
0: I will tell you what, man. If Kyrie was, yo, Kyrie was like two inches taller, bro. He's busting that. You, you know what Kobe said. Busting. Kobe
1: said if he was three inches taller, he'd be me.
0: Mr. Yeah, uh, he. I'm gonna be real as a basketball player, as an offensive player. I will say he'd be better than Kobe. That's my opinion, but uh, at the end of the day, if he was three inches taller, maybe he doesn't model his game that way. So that's why I don't uh, like the height stuff. But unfortunately, Baldy is moving on. Unfortunate. Um, <sighs> a two to one. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Like, look, yo, if if, either, sorry, of ever, if <laughs> either of y'all ever, if either of y'all ever want to do like a black top simulation one on one, run these tournaments and prove us wrong, please do. Now we have. Um, Uh, What's what's a variation of this? Uh, This like this like the Flash fighting Reverse Flash. This like Superman fighting Bizarro. This is like uh, LeBron. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's Michael. No, it's Michael Jordan versus Cole. It's the same thing. Like like I don't know. Jimmy Butler
2: fighting Michael Jordan.
0: No. (laughs) Jimmy Butlers. Nah, that man has no bag. He's he's getting walked in a one v one tournament. Zero bag.
2: Michael Jordan said the kid is not mine.
0: Yeah, he said. Shame I love it like Billy Jean, but the kid is mine. All right, but hey, Michael Jordan versus Kobe. I'm going Kobe. I'm personally going Kobe in a one on a one one three dribbles going to eleven. I got Kobe. I well, told you last week, I've
2: taken Kobe Bryant over Kevin Durant. So, why would I take him over Michael Jordan? Yeah,
1: well, yeah. Um, this might surprise y'all. JK, it <laughs> won't. I'm not picking Michael Jordan <laughs> at all. Um, Kobe Bryant for two reasons. Two reasons. One, when Kobe was young, Kobe, with the fro steal, he was trying to kill Mike off the simple fact he idolized him. And he wanted to be. He wanted to kill him and show people he was better. So, off that alone, one, I would pick Kobe. And for the second reason, the most important reason, I've always been taught growing up in my basketball career, Kobe is just Michael Jordan all over again. He just he just copied his game. So my thoughts always been if he just copied it, and quote unquote, did it different, but did it a little better, is what I've been told. Like consensus, one v one, I think I picked the guy who copied the guy and did it a little bit better. So, yeah, Kobe run right.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. I mean, look, man, if if you got like.
1: It's splitting hairs, though. It is splitting. Hair. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know.
0: It's it, it. really is down to preference. These are the same dudes by every stretch of the imagination. Um, I would say Kobe has a little bit better footwork. Jordan can rise up a little better on his jump shot. Um, but but that that would be all. Like that's a dream one on one, man. Like it really really is. It's a dream one on one. Uh, but that being said. It looks like we are about done here. Kobe Bryant is the winner of our guard edition uh 1v1 tournament. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you were watching this on YouTube, please hit sub- hit like, subscribe, go over onto the podcast platform. If you're watching if you're listening to this on the podcast platform on Spotify, Apple Pods, whatever it is, uh download the episode, leave a like, leave a five-star rating and head on over to YouTube, do all those nice things. Uh anything to say before we get on out of here, fellas?
2: Let's get out of here, man. It's been a great episode. Stay yeah. tuned. We're doing the NFC South next week. You're gonna see Bryce Young all over Alabama yes. highlight film with his six foot eight lineman making him look like a middle
1: schooler. <laughs> Hi, and <dude>. shout out <laughs> to WNBA All Star Game MVP. She she might break the scoring record for WNBA as far not scoring record, but the uh, points per game average record. She's on pace to do it right now. So I know it's really random, but shout better. out
0: Sabrina. Shout out Sabrina shout out Sabrina for
1: breaking crazy. all the records Men and women
0: Bro, she, she, And shout out the
1: left hand thumb flick people If you know you know If, you, if people hate the off hand thumb flick And she's one of the people who showed You can off hand thumb flick with your jump shot And make
0: yes, and they're all of them Absolutely Well from AP New Freezer Culture 2 by Migos And DC Comics Thank you guys for tuning in We'll see you guys next week